The final, the final preview before we get into the real thing. We'll be recording the round one podcast. In fact, I think we'll record all our podcasts on Wednesdays. Yes. Hopefully they'll be up that afternoon, but you know, you never know. There's some very busy people that have to put these things together. So um, Wednesday or Thursday each week is when we will do our podcast and the first one will drop soon. And keep an eye out for a feature podcast, feature podcast. Mm -hmm. I interviewed Daryl Halligan. This week, talking about that kick, you know, the kick, the kicks, I should say, plural, from the sideline. Canterbury take on Parramatta this week. Yes. And those kicks from the sideline, 18 2. Wasn't Paul Carriage's greatest game? But what a game. Poor bastard. Preliminary final. And the poor bugger, I bet he doesn't have a Fox subscription because every time they put a classic game Mm, on Fox, it's bloody Canterbury Parramatta. Yeah. Okay, did you ask, did you go down the path? Because you're a very positive person. Yes. Daryl's darkest day was probably North Sydney. Yeah, we final. went down there. Good, I'm glad you Yes, did. two from five he kicked that day, I think. Yeah. Well, one no, from cost five. him a final. Yeah. yeah. Cost him a final. He says that. He yeah. admits that. In fact, he, he talks about he believes it was that that crafted the man he was. So all of a sudden he's kicking on Boxing Day and all those sorts of things. And it, it was a, it's a very, very good chat. It's he, worth a listen. Here's a question. Mm. Sean Omerod, Joel Kane, Dan Ganane doing the podcast. If Halligan and El Masri are in the same era, who kicks? Well, they were in the same era. I mean, yeah, but uh, yeah. you know what I mean? They, yeah, they, um, they sort of just ve- barely overlapped on the Venn diagram. If they were basically the same age. Well, you know that uh, Halligan's greatest percentage was when El Masri was there. Ah, a bit mm. of pressure. A bit of pressure. Oh, okay. Keeping him honest. Mm. And, and, and you could also mount a case that Halligan was what dragged up the standards of El Masri. So I think that... Do you, do you, know, their, do you know their percentages? Off? Well, his last three years, whilst El Masri was there, Halligan kicked it almost 90% each year. Yeah, right. It was huge. What? Yeah. I never thought Halligan's percentage was that good. 89, I'll, I'll bring it up. Wow, but his last that's... three years was something like 89, 90, 89. Because El Masri had an enormous percentage for a mm. while. Yeah. Who's got the greatest percentage in a year? I think I know the answer to this. That's why I'm asking. Quiz question for everyone. So over the last 20 years, who do you reckon has got the best end of season kicking percentage? And not the one from one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A decent base. Yes. Uh, I'm going to bring it up. You're going to remember it. You're going to go, oh, that's right. Not Adam Reynolds. No, he had a great year one year, but I think he was in the 90s. But no, I'm talking 93, 94%. Uh, and they kick a lot of goals. Goods. Michael Gordon ah. had a year where he kicked 57 from 61. Wow. Penrith. There you go. Yeah. 2010-ish, or was he the year they made the finals? Yeah, and they did a study on him, and if his heart rate was in a certain band, he kicked it like 98%. Oh, this is your thing where yeah. if you score a try, you shouldn't convert. That, well, if you a lot of effort. If you put a lot of effort in, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> the NRL ad, Shauno. Yeah, your reaction. What's, what's with all the all the carry on? What's wrong with people? They're just the 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 crisis committee out there always have to be angry about something. I lo- I liked it. There are two things that I think are the most over discussed things in in the media: the preseason ad mm. and the grand final entertainment. All right, we bash the no matter who comes out for grand yeah. final entertainment. Mm. The grand final entertainment makes no difference to the spectacle unless you. Bring out Taylor Swift or someone. It is actually going to make zero difference to the spectacle of the game. As soon as the half of the pre-game entertainment as it is now leaves, we forget about them and we get on with the grand final. Correct. And I also think the ad it it, it, it fits in a lovely media narrative. It's a quiet week. We all debate it. 
unless it is a transcendent ad, and I think there's only ever been three ads in the history of Australian sport that have actually ever made a difference. These are Come On Aussie, Come On, uh, Simply the Best, mm. and I'd like to see that. I think they're the only ads that have ever had an impact outside of the, the sort of various spaces. Outside of that, they're just these, you know, the, they fill the airspace. And I think this is another one of those that just, it's an ad. Uh, okay. So, yeah, why, so what's did it, why, did it why tick, people care? Did it tick boxes? Yeah, okay. It ticked all the boxes. Fine. Mm. I don't. To me, it's it's a totally over discussed yeah. topic. No, I agree, hundred percent. I've got a uh, an eight and ten year old at home, like a, and a fourteen and a twelve year old. But the boys, I showed it to them. They loved it. Mm. Yeah. So what? What's that, that's a tick, isn't it? They loved it. I can see what the NRL's trying to do. Right. It's funny that the chief critic Paul Kent actually brings this up often. This point is that a state of origin will get about three million viewers, right? Mm. And a peak NRL game, like a, a, a Friday night, will get about eight hundred thousand. So you add up pay TV and, yeah. and regional and 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 free to wear um, metros, about eight hundred thousand. So that's about twenty five percent a hard and on fan. Twenty five percent of that Origin audience are hard and on. Will watch every week, no matter what fans. How do we tap into the other seventy five? So I can see what the NRL is trying to do. I can see they're going, okay, we're the game for everybody. They've got the women kissing. They've got the uh, Latrell with the Aborigine. I can see where they're – I don't think it'll make an impact, but I can actually see what – hey, we're for everybody. We're just not for big, buffy blokes. So someone I, I, I made the it. Yeah, someone made the point that it, it was a bit ironic because the original ad was there to – to attract a new demographic, and that mm. was, there was blokes, you know, around topless down the beach, and all that sort of carry on. <laughs> what do you think they were doing? That it was to attract, attract women, women. Yeah. you know, yeah, and and it worked exactly. So that we're, we're here, we're just throwing out the, yeah, you know, we're opening the gates even further, which I think can only be a good thing. Everyone that is complaining about it or even really cares enough about it to mm. have a strong opinion about it, yeah. He's an idiot. But there's reasons why advertising executives get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, and even they don't strike it perfectly every time. I.e., we've only had the, the, the very few ads that actually have, to use their term, cut through. This is a fine ad. Fine ad. you like the Australian ad that we were pitching to the to the English about coming out here for Australian tourism? Not, not Bingle. No, no, no Kylie. No. Kylie Minogue. No, it was all Didn't right. love it. Yeah. It was fine. Fine. Not every ad has to be the greatest ad ever. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's mm. a fine ad to yeah. the purpose. I think the, the the general pass mark is that people talk about it. You know, and that's, that's it. and that's what we're doing. Yeah. So mm. that's what we do with all ads. As long so as people it, are talking about it, so it's not targeted to us because we're yeah. watching Friday night football in week one, no matter what. Exactly, doesn't need to sell to us. Yeah, they're trying true. to sell to the non-league fanatics. Yes. So I get what they're trying to do. All right, that got a bit serious, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of crossed arms there. <laughs> For those that are watching us on, do we put this on YouTube? I don't know. Yeah, we're on, we are on YouTube. Are we? Okay, so. so there was a lot of crossed arms and you're all leant back when I went on my little <laughs> tear there. You're a little bit worried. You haven't shot Bambi today yet. I was just going to say. We I need a segment. A Neither of Dan you. shoots Bambi. Oh, hang on. Well, this is my thing. Yeah. This is your thing. I love Celeste uh, Barber. She's still in the fetal <laughs> position. Last night, I, uh, on Twitter, put out a conspiracy theory that the toilet paper shortage was a supermarket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a few biters on there. <laughs> but here's the thing about so many people liked it. They actually believed in the idea of the theory. Now, I worked in a supermarket for seven years. Let me tell you, there's not a chance you could orchestrate that across all supermarkets, yeah. across all the um, across all the different brands. 
The chains. You can't do it. I, no, I no. believe in the concept that you. I, I, I believe that they'd be um, devious enough to want to do it, but you just they you, couldn't pull it you off. Couldn't execute it. Couldn't execute it. By the way, what about the banks not passing on the interest rates? I know this is an easy whack mm. for three weeks. Crooks. Yeah. So a com bank came out yesterday. Oh, yeah, we're we're going to follow Scott Morrison. We're yep. We're going to pass it on. It's only fair. Yeah, it won't pass it on for three weeks. Just to get a little bit of yeah, yeah. But you can bet your ass if, when eventually they do go back up, oh yeah, they'll pass it on on the day. Correct, correct, Amundo. Can't shoot Bambi when everyone hates banks. No, that's, that's not Bambi. All right, let's go, Dragons. Uh, the first of three teams we're previewing today, and at the end of this, and I'm, this is off the cuff. Grand final Quinellas from you, gentlemen, right please. Yep, uh, or, or whatever your big premiership bet is, because it's our last. Preview bet. Dragons, 34 bucks for the comp, 13 bucks for the grand final, 34 bucks minor premiership, $7 top four, 275 for the top eight, $1.40 to miss, $7.50 for the spoon. Mm. Uh, halfway leader 26, top New South Wales team. They're the eighth in the 10 team market. They're $19. And the over under is set at 10.5, which is. Two and a half wins more than last year's finish. Eight and 16, 15th, their lowest position ever. Again, it was one of those seasons they started well and then they faded badly. Uh, they were poor at home. They were poor everywhere. Now, they lost, obviously, to Bellin. Gareth Widdett was gone for two-thirds of the season. Corbin Sims missed eight games and Graham and Norman and Tarek Sims missed time. They gain Isaac Luke. Uh, Tyrell Fuimayono, Braden Williami, they lose Widdop, Robson, and a sprinkling of other players as well. The Dragons, <coughs> any reason for serious optimism? Um, I wouldn't go as far as serious optimism, but I'm somewhat optimistic. There's enough talent in this 17, um, certainly in the 13, for them to to play finals footy. Um, Cam McInnes is obviously a loss, but yeah, pretty shrewd recruitment having Isaac Luke. I know he's he's far from in his prime and whatever, but a pretty good replacement for the eight or nine weeks that McInnes is is going to be out for. I just I look mm. I look through this side and there's there's just enough there to for me to be optimistic. I'm the combo of Norman and, and Hunt is still a little bit dubious for me, but we both know they're good enough to to produce. So if they can get that right and they can't click. They can certainly win enough games. Like Merrin comes back in at third aim. We've got Sims, Frizzell, Paul Vaughan, James Graham. You know, it's a, it's a good looking it's a good looking team. The big concern is off the field, and that's in the coach's box. Um, is still a big con for me. Can uh, can Mary get enough out of them? Don't know. Joel Corey Norman and Ben Hunt mm. when they were together it was six and six. Okay. When they weren't together, they were two and ten. So they need them both together to have any any hope. Yeah, look, they're like Penrith, this team. I just have no idea how they're going to go. So for that reason, I'll go to the top team try scorer. When I first met Zach Lomax. Oh, no, no, no. Have you got him? No, we're going to get to this market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I was banging on about WhatsApp last night. Oh, yeah. Who's setting this market? <laughs> Michaeli Ravalawa. Yeah. Right, who is, I think, going to be in the first choice team. Well, I think. You'd want to be sure. $8.50 yeah. to be Dragons. He was 11 tries last year. 650. I've moved the mark. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that a good feeling when you – I had a slash last night. I said to Sean, you wait, I'm going to make this this bloke move the market because he's he's insulted <laughs> the family of Michaeli Ravalawa. Yep. He's insulted Dragons fans. Um, 
and he's the fourth. Was the Can, fourth? I, I'm going to quote this this uh, uh, WhatsApp. Here we go. Dan Ganadi. Oh, hang on, hang on. We start quoting WhatsApp. You are going down a dangerous path, and I want everyone to know that Joel Kane started this. <laughs> Here he goes. So he, eleven tries last year, and he was in the first choice team last week. I'm going to single-handedly move this market by the time I'm done. <laughs> Dan Ganane. Hang on. Uh, are you going to put I'm Sean... I'm coming with you. Are you going to put Shawno's... No, stick with Lomax. Are you going to put Shawno's response? He said, yeah, top try scorer, Dragons, Canterbury Cup. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's got... Which may be the case because they've got four wingers. Yeah, he's got... Laugh emoji, laugh emoji, laugh emoji. <laughs> and then Shawnee says, teach them a lesson, young fella. <laughs> and you have because they've brought, we've backed him in. Yeah. Um, well, they, they, <coughs> hey, they may have the last laugh because they might have just taken my money and they might know something I don't. No. I just fear bookies have information that I don't because I don't have information. I'm with you at the unders. You've got the 850. I'm going to come with you at the 650. <laughs> All right. Uh, but you make an interesting point with Lomax. Yeah, because he's at seven. Actually, yeah, he's at seven. Uh, Mm. I fear the confidence levels. His confidence Mm. went down the hill last week once he dropped a kick or two. Where they play him? Fullback. They played him fullback. Played him fullback. Okay. And I think clubs have worked out because he's tall. Mm. You got to grubber kick him. Kick at the shin because he's actually decent under the high ball. He's not perfect, but he's decent. When they kick low, he's got no chance of picking it up and getting out. No. And it's hard work. It's it's to from to lumber down and pick it up. Mm. South, I think, forced four or five dropouts last they, week. Yeah, they, they okay. were very efficient in that regard. Um, he's a c- confidence kid, but seven bucks is good value because he is a try scorer. Yeah. Mm. What are you doing, Shawnee? Um, you're going to put him in the eight, Sean? Yeah, I'm going to. Wow. Just sneaking in the eight. Wow. Yeah. And you always know you can when they're leading the comp after eight rounds, you can just cash out. Yeah. For a nice win before it all crumbles. Oh yeah, what they about are, they are uh, front runners, aren't they? They are. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to present to you the Dragons' case for leader after round five. <laughs> for you what? Know, for what it's worth, they can't all win it. Dan. I don't buy into the draw whatsoever. Do you, Sean? Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, not. I'm not. Brisbane was screwed last last year with the draw, mm. and and never recovered. Mm. Never recovered. So you don't think. If you start the season having to play Melbourne in Melbourne and the Roosters at the SCG, that doesn't hurt. Your it's a huge prospect. crystal ball you're relying on. I, I just, I still, I'm still taking a, a the solid a team, lean. a solid team over a, an easyish draw. Yeah, okay. You know, you've got it. You've still got to win the games, and um, you know, even if the Storm have a tough draw, you yeah. still want to, you still want to be on them. Yeah. I present to you. No, I actually, don't believe in the Dragons to be. No, <laughs> no, no. no. I'll, I'm going to present to you the top. The leader after round five for West Tigers, and you will be excited. Yes. Oh, jeez. I'm, uh, la- I'm leaving the room when, okay. when that starts. So, uh, Ravalawa at 650 for you, yeah. uh, and uh, and over under. No, I'll have 50 on Lomax and Ravalawa, yeah, the top try scorer for the I team. I like that. I like that. That's smart. Um, over, Sean's gone over, over uh, under. Under. Yeah, me too. Me too, but they are a hard team to read. Right, we get to the Roosters. You're going to hear this stat a lot. Uh, trying to be the first team to go uh, a three-peat yep. since Parramatta. 81 to 83. It's a hell of a team. Uh, in fact, I had some stats. It's only ever been done six times, I think. It's bloody hard. I mean, if two in a row was a mountain to climb, this is bloody Everest. 425 for the – their favourites basically in every market. 425 to win the comp, 225 to the, for the GF. Four dollars for the minor premiership, dollar fifty for the four, uh, dollar eight 
for the top eight if you like those bank interest odds. <laughs> Miss the eight six fifty. Least wins five hundred and one. If you're a psycho, halfway leader four dollars. You need a King Ralph situation. You need uh, them all to be electrocuted. Four dollars fifty halfway leader. Um, top New South Wales two twenty and a, the highest of the over unders fifteen and a half. Um, we know the Roosters are going to be good, don't we? But how good are they going to be? Joel, you go first. Yeah, look. Well, they also have the, the grand final in their backyard. It's at the SCG. So if they are to make the grand final again, you have to think that's a huge edge, don't you, Dan? Oh, absolutely. If they do make the grand I final. You know what? I think if the Roosters make the grand final, honestly, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like their challenge, isn't their challenge to get there? To get there. Probably. Because it's going to be the hard slog. They got bored last year midway through the board. They had that big mid-season slump. No one panicked because no. everyone knew it was going on. Can they can they get through that? Last podcast, we flirted and teased the idea about Flanagan, fifty-one dollars to be top point scorer. Gee, that that is, I doubt by the time you're looking at your app right now, you're checking this right now because you can listen to the podcast and check your app right now. You're probably looking at it, it's probably thirty ones or something like that. But look, that's a crazy price, isn't it, Dan? He's not going to score the tries that Latrell will score, but Latrell the last two years has scored two hundred and fifty points or thereabouts on average. Yeah. Um, this team, if we, scoring machine. if we think they're going to be there, he's a great goal kicker. When I speak to Daryl Halligan in the chat, he mentions that he, he's elite. He, mm. he, he wants to see a lot more of him, Kyle Flanagan. I, I've seen the kid. He is elite. Um, I just think he's a massive show. Here's my question, uh, and I've never, se- I've only seen him play the one or two first-grade games. Mm. Is he he's certainly a lock for round one. Is there anyone nipping at his heels? If he struggles in the first month, which we don't think he will, but is there anyone there? Is Drew Hutchison still Drew, floating Drew, around? Yeah, oh, Drew. he's not. Yeah, but he's not long term. So no. okay. So Flanagan's the long term. I think so. Right, like you know what I mean. Like it's not a case where after six weeks he can bring in Sean O'Sullivan. Sean yeah, Sean no, O'Sullivan. I don't think so. You know so. what I mean? Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm with you. Fifty-one bucks because I'm looking. I'm going. Where's the rooster? Because obviously, yeah. Interesting. Adam Reynolds is going to do the kicking for South. That's right. Um, do you think that might affect Latrell a little? Mm. I think Latrell's one of those that like goal kicking. Yeah, uh, Reynolds is a better kicker. Yes. Do yes, you agree yes. with that? Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. No, I don't think but, it'll affect him in a negative way. What about uh, who had the theory the other day? I think it was said off air that Latrell should kick from the right side and Reynolds should kick from yeah, the it's left not stupid. side. It's not a crazy theory. Mm. Do, do you think? No, it's, it'd be interesting to see it in practice if it would work. If if the the rhythm is affected of a kicker, so you have a kick and you have it. I don't know. You're well, the one, goal kicker. You one, are the goal yeah, kicker. Yeah, one thing Daryl Halligan spoke of, and I wish I'd, I knew this, and I'd love to see – you'd never find these stats, but he said as a right-footed kicker, when you're on that left-hand side of the field, you should never, ever miss to the left. Oh, you told me that because you should always start it out right, yeah. either bring it back or hang it he out. He would there. be if he ever missed it to the left, he'd be filthy. Because if you miss it to the left, never had a chance. It never no had chance. a chance. Yeah. Never had a chance. Um, it'd be interesting how the Roosters start the season because I remember last year won the World Club Challenge, and then I was told they were a big, heavy training load. He did it a bit differently, Robinson, mm. and they lost the first game to South. <clears throat> I think they right. quickly got into gear. But I mean, they played Penrith in round one at Penrith. I would not be shocked if Penrith won that game. Mm. Not at all. Um, or forget that trial last week. That was all kids that lost to Newcastle 58-0. Yeah. Uh, 
Did but, Dan, know? they've lost two Hall of Famers. Latrell will be a Hall of Famer, Cooper Cronk Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. That's and, and they won the grand final basically with that flick pass from Latrell down the sideline. By the way, that doesn't get enough kudos, I don't think. No. Does no, it? Because of the six again. Yeah. But that's a huge play. He goes down that short side, flick 100%. pass, yeah. huge play. Okay, I've got a question. If six again doesn't happen, if they get six more, who wins the game? Oh. I still think I, the Roosters. I, I felt the Roosters the whole time. Mm. I never felt they weren't going to win. Yeah, I mean it's a big hypothetical, but it, yeah, you're right. It did feel like they were they were always in control of that game. They just they were doing exactly what had to be done. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Where are we uh, where are we thinking here, Shawno? Uh, What's your assessment? Yeah, I mean, I think they're too short to to win the comp. But what did you say? Four dollars twenty five. I think you're better off if you do like them. And look. They're going to be thereabouts. Dollar fifty might be a touch short for top four, but I'd be shocked if they didn't make it. Yeah. Um, on paper, still very probably the second the second pick for me. Um, Query is probably the the rookie halfback. A lot of a lot of the pressure goes on the Kiri shoulder. I think he, I think he can handle it mm. certainly. But I mean, Teddy, best player in the world. There's a there's a lot to love about this team still. Can you hurry up NRL and sort out your dally? I'd like to put some money on Kiri to be, to win it, but yeah, uh, well, because he's going to—he always starts. He often stars mm. anyway, and especially with no Cronk, he's going to really stand out. Yeah, in Roosters wins, and they're going to have a lot of them. Teddy's obviously the, the yeah, pick, yeah. but he's going to be favourite. Can you hurry up, NRL? What's the problem? Sean? <laughs> I'll be on Roger, Roger again. He's well, look, I, we're we're bloody yeah, we close like to season kickoff here, so I wouldn't be holding my breath for Dally M. Really? You. Yeah. What was the issue that they hadn't worked out the judging process or something? Yeah, well, it's the same old, same old story, isn't it? Okay. All right. So, I'm getting that look off you. That uh, get <laughs> yeah. off the top. Uh, okay. So we're sorry. Where's your hundred going, Sean? Um, fifteen and a half wins was the number. Did you say, Dan? Yes. Give me the under. Might be bang on fifteen. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's very small wow. slide. Well, you know something. Last year they were sixteen and eight. Have I got this wrong? Yeah, that sounds right. No, oh, seventeen and seven. Sorry, wow. seventeen and seven. Um, and they won ten of their last eleven. So it's some midway through the season. If you're on fifteen and a half last year, oh yeah, you're in a good position. Um, so SCG record ten and one, by the way. Wow. And- Including ten straight wins, their average score at the cricket ground thirty three to nine. Well, Latrell was outscoring him on his own. That's right. Yeah, was there was a few beat ups. At the SCG, played a few. Oh, why would you shoot a few down, mate? <laughs> Bambi. That's what I do. Um, okay, so. 50 Flanagan, top point scorer. That's what I've got. 50 Morris, Brett Morris. Top team try scorer? Yes. I was looking at What is he? Five bucks. Because he's got the flick pass, Joey Manu. Yeah, flick pass I love on Joey Manu. Outside. Yep. I've got here, so I ignored that. I, I like that, but I put my 50 on Tedesco, NRL top try scorer. Wow. 23. Okay. Now, I don't know if he's going to play enough games because there's origin and... Well, that was the other thing with Flanagan, top point scorer. He's not playing origin. No, he certainly is not. Uh, or are, are we thinking the Roosters will win the comp? You're saying no, Sean. You already... No, I think it's one of those... Who was I talking about? It's one of those gettable years. I feel like it's one of those comps where it's just someone pinches they can, it. They can easily, easily win it. But $4.25, I'd be waiting... Until right at the last minute well, to, to back them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get they're not getting shorter than that. Come semi final time, if yeah. if they are, it's only a touch shorter. Yeah. So then just bide your time, 
Um, you've only got upside in waiting, I think. Four twenty-five in August is a far better bet, isn't it? Oh, hundred percent. And like you, you, you struggle to get a team any shorter than what they are now. Yeah. Still got to win three games in yeah in September. It's bloody bloody hard. And we saw you lose that first one like Melbourne last year. It's very hard to rec- very yep. hard to recover. Yeah, All right. We've saved – now, only alphabetically have we saved this till last, but I think it's a good thing, Sean. This is yeah. where I'll say my goodbyes. I'm just going to leave and just let, let right. Sug just Alex, have the, have the bring floor. bring the tissues in, please? <laughs> West's Tigers. Just let me, before you go off on your rant here uh, – oh, by the way, Dragons. Can they start Braden Williami, please? Can they start – he was superb in the was charity it? shield. I just saw his name here on my list. That's what – Superb. Their centres don't offer much. Can you please put him in? Anyway, Braden have that record. Like he, he played like twelve games without a win or something I like that. I looked at his record. He's played twenty nine NRL games. He's won four. Wow, <laughs> four poor bugger. But I think he's won Challenge Cups and oh, right. with Catalan. And so it's not his fault, Joel. Okay. I know what you're insinuating. No, but not he's insinuating. The he's on some awful teams. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. West Tigers. The big in, uh, Billy Walters as well as Adam Dewey. Losses, Ryan Madison, Robbie Farah, Isan Masters. Geez, that's a good trio. And Ben Madalino, who I think is retired. Um, 11 and 13 last year. Again, like it always seems to be the case. Round 25, chance to make it, and they fell short. Premiership, 26 bucks. Make the grand final, 15. Minor premiership, 34. Top four, seven. Top eight, $2.80. Miss the eight dollar forty, least win seven fifty, halfway leader thirty four, top New South Wales twenty one dollars, and the over under is nine and a half. I don't have to ask Joel Kane if it's going to be over or under. <coughs> May the sermon begin. Um, <laughs> come on, boys. You have to pay a rights fee for that. Be careful. Okay. <laughs> we're going to turn it off. <laughs> Can't afford that. Do you think the Survivor... Now pay twice. Do you think Survivor's representatives keep monitors on all the podcasts out there? Um, oh, hey, everyone. Can you review us, um, please, on iTunes? Because that actually makes a difference to... I don't really understand how this system works. what you wish for. But apparently <laughs> you've got to get the stars and then that it keeps you ticking um, over. Okay. And then if you rank highly, you get put into different... Ca- please rank us. Unashamedly, just rank the life out of um, they make the eight. I'm so certain of that. They just missed last year. They missed by one game. Look at Shawnee shaking his head. You can't be certain. Andrew Gray is a gun, and people <laughs> don't put in enough. Look, this is Madge's second year. Madge is also a gun. They'll be making the eight, and everyone's laughing at me. They were laughing about me last year saying they'd outperform Penrith, which they did. They'll make the eight. <laughs> I love how bullish you are. I do love it. Um, you are a West wrong, Tiger at heart. Is aren't it you? wrong that I'm going to be cheering against you the whole? No, week? no, just, it's very right. Like, it's very, very it? right. Okay, right. Have you um, had a bet with anyone this year? Because well, last year yeah, it, was, it was the half. What's the no, half marathon I'll, bet? They'll they'll outperform. So the Sharks are two dollars to make the eight. Yeah. West Tigers are three dollars. So I'm taking the longer shot. I will run a half marathon in the Sharks jersey if the Tigers do not finish higher than the Sharks. Jeez, that's dangerous. Dangerous. I don't mind that though, to be honest. Mm. Probably with you there. With me there. I'm not running any marathon. Yeah. Hang on. What, but what if you write? You, what's the point of having a bet saying I'll run a half marathon if there's nothing? If you well, win? I don't need any upside, Dan. I just like to put it out there. They'll make the eight. They I think secretly you eight. want to run a half marathon. Well, I wouldn't mind that either. Well, just fucking. Sorry, just run one. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Sorry about that. You're not now really sorry. E- now we have to put explicit on the yeah. podcast. Um, yeah, they'll make the eight. Oh, uh, look. <clears throat> 
Not as bullish, obviously, sure. But it wouldn't surprise me if they just scraped in. Mm. You're you're putting them down as morals to make it. I'm not going to go that far. If they do, it's going to be seventh or eighth. I just don't see enough in that 17 to fall in love with it. I'm told, Sean, people at the Tigers last year, first preseason under Maguire, they'll hit hard. Yep. I'm told this year, next level stuff. Yep. They've never had a preseason like it. We go and watch the replay on YouTube. Warriors taking the Tigers. I heard Tigers killed them. Yeah, but look how fit they look. And, and those little one percenters, if they just missed last year, it's my opinion that many teams have regressed. But look at Nofaluma. So Nofaluma, so Xavier Coates, who we've been spruiking, who I just somehow hope he's in that first team. But You're going to have to Tonya Harding, Jesse Arthur. <laughs> David, <laughs> David Nofaluma's been smashed, and he looked good in the trial. He looked okay. fit in the trial. He's never been a um, rock-solid certain first grader every no, week, has he? He's no. always sort of been in and out. Mm. Sorry, I cut you off before, Sean. Yeah, sorry, Sean. No, no. I've, I think I've said my bit. I just I look at the team and I can't get excited about it. Dewey fullback, dot ball for me. Everyone else in the back line, uh, dot balls. Joey Leilua might be might be a, a positive fallen, but well, that's yeah. who Nofalum is outside him. So the punters are obviously keen on him being outside of Joey. Big rocks or diamonds as usual for Joey. Um, Benji, how old is he this year? Mm. Old, 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 but. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm good got, luck. I'm nowhere near as bullish as you on the Tigers, but I've I think they're going to start hot. May I present God, to you the case for the leader man. after round five, of which the Tigers are thirty one dollars sold. I'm with you. I I don't even care what the draw is. You're going to listen to my draw now. Yeah. yeah. You're going to okay. Ready? Count the wins. Yeah. Watch him, Sean. Remember who was the other one we did? And he wouldn't count the danger. Wins. Danger. He was very bullish about. <laughs> Dragons, round one, Wollongong. Sunday night. Yep. Yep. Jeez, I thought you'd have more confidence than that. Newcastle, jeez, Newcastle at Leichhardt Sunday afternoon. Oh, no further questions. Canterbury at Campbelltown Sunday three afternoon. Three from three. Warriors. Mind you, mind you. Canterbury that, flogged them there last round year. Round three probably last year in the yeah. same sort of scenario. Kieran four in that. That yep. was a Kieran four in Three from three. Warriors at Mount Smart. Yeah. Team they just blasted. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what? Four from four. <laughs> and then here's your problem. Your bet and my bet hinges on Easter Monday, Parramatta at Bankwest. Imagine. Now that that could be a great get out. A crush no, that. No, I th- I present this to you. Oh, here we go. Back both those teams. Oh, I see. I Back see. both those teams. Parramatta's six bucks though. Yeah. That's a great bet. I do like it. Thank you. At Thank the you. Price. Oh, now, now you're interested in my draw and, uh, at the and, price. and the price. Anyone you haven't leader. backed for, to lead after round five? <laughs> I haven't backed anyone. I just present cases short. Oh, okay. I'm all about information. Yeah, you're like educating it. the punters. You know what else I've done, Dan? Um, mm-hmm. Corey Thompson, top try scorer for the Tigers, because yes. I do, and I know Xavier Coates plays on the right, and I've been spruiking him, but I love the left wingers, and that's where he'll be on the left. Player power saved him last year. There was a moment where Maguire couldn't fit Mbai. Mbai's injured too, by the way. Mbai and Thompson in. He was going to drop Thompson and have Mbai at fullback, and the player said, nope, Okay, we must have Corey Thompson. So they love him. They love him. So so what's your bet, uh, John? Uh, Half of it on your bet. In fact, yeah, so you know I love the top eight, but I will take your bet. I love it. $31 top leader. Yep. 
Um, and Corey Thompson, <sighs> top Tiger try scorer. God, this is going to be expensive. I've got to go now back and bet all these. There's no <laughs> way I'm going to watch these games. Oh, you know what's going to happen if we don't bet these. I'll all get up. Mm. Um, and 50 on Thompson. I've gone. Will you be backing Flanagan? Yes. Yeah, you have to, don't you, at the price? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I've got a problem. <laughs> well, I'm waiting to get paid, and so my account's empty, and you're going to unload first, and you're going to bring down the market. No, so no. by the time I get there, it's going to be down to 26. <laughs> um, I've, I can't find a bet here for Wes. Okay, well, I've got – while you have a look here, I've got Joey Leilua top try scorer. Okay. At 7 bucks. Yeah. I only like the value. That's fair I enough. like your theory that – on the outside of mm. Leilua might be the gun. But seven bucks. Yeah, that's fair enough. Scores about a try every two games. He did look fit. Mm. Um, so, uh, and, and I get the sense, because they're not a great attacking team or haven't been, that a lot of it's going to have to come through him. They're going to send it out his way a lot. Yep. So, okay. I'm I, I, I reminded of a story, and this is not related to the teams we're covering. I meant to tell you this in the, the Melbourne Storm one. Um, many years ago, the great Marcus By, right? He's playing for Melbourne, and and they had this plan about you know really working hard in market defence, the Melbourne Storm. Yeah. And so Marcus Byers made a double, right? And he's working his ass off, and and Brett Kamali is yelling out, "Marcus Chase, Marcus Chase, Marcus Chase." He's made a double, <laughs> Marcus Boy. He turned around, and he said. I am you asshole. <laughs> I am chasing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that story was relayed to me by uh, Brad Watts. Remember, he, oh, he yeah. um, played for a bit of South and yeah, Brickham. I am you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, have you got something, Sean? No, I'm nothing. I'm just cheering against Shug for the year. That's an, that's okay. enough for me. Right. Come on, you Tigers. So, uh, again, question without notice. If we had to take two, let's take, let's go conservative. We've got to take two teams out of the eight mm. and put two teams in. I'll go first while you have a thing. I'm putting Penrith and Newcastle in my eight, and I'm taking out Cronulla and Brisbane. I'll take the Sharks Ooh. and Bunnies out. Okay, and I'll put the Cowboys and Tigers in. Ooh, Cowboys. Yep. Okay. Um, Sharks and Raiders out. Yes, yep. Raiders. Mm-hmm. You really are determined to be the Canberra hater, aren't you? You, you, you had it last year. You really are determined to be that guy. Give me the Knights and Dragons just to sneak in there. All right. Oh, mm. Can I just say that they're into me on social media about bashing George Williams up, and I wish him all the best. But what no. I will say Why is Why do this, you hate him? No, I don't. I just don't, what, yeah. what I'm saying is you know that I think our junior pipeline has to be superior. Aiden Caesar, by the way, is coming second in the Man of Steel over there. Um but the reason why I have some grave doubts, if you look at their man of steel, he's played seven years over there and he's never won it, right? He's never won it. Who? George, George Williams. George Williams. Well, Rangy Chase won it one year, didn't he? Rangy Chase was a reserve grader here. <laughs> this um, is Jackson, Hast- Jackson Hastings. You was- could have won a man of steel. Please. Uh, but Jackson Hastings won it last year, who, yes. who, who mm-hmm. played largely reserve grade here. Yeah. So – I'm just thinking he'd have to be out of the box and improve seven seasons there and to be a halfback in a top-flight team and not to have won the Man of Steel. Um, that's why I have reservations. But I'm happy for George to prove me wrong. I love the Canberra fans have come at us too. Have you yeah. noticed that? Yeah, yeah, that's, all I said, that's all great. I, I'm going to defend myself. All I said was the value. of mm. the, I think they'll make the eight. Yeah. But $4.25, which I assume they're still at. But anyway, all right. And, and grand final Quinella. 
Um, which is my favourite sports bet market because you always get a bit of value and hopefully you, if your teams perform, you get a bit of run for your money. Melbourne and Parramatta. For me. Melbourne, Parramatta. Um, I'd love to see Parramatta. That would be one of the highest rating grand finals mm. ever. I think we're going back to 2006, and the story is Brody Croft against the Melbourne Storm. I thought you were going to say 05. There's no way you can put the Tigers in it. Yeah, I've got Broncos, Broncos, Melbourne. Broncos. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Broncos, Melbourne. Don't mind it, should you? Don't mind that. Mm. Uh, I will have a little saver here because I'll have the Roosters in these as well. But I've got Parramatta, Manly as my two. And I'll have Parramatta Roosters, Manly Roosters. Yeah, but having three boxing having th- nose is a good yes, idea. Yes. Mm. Just, uh, you know, because it gives you a little bit of insurance. Because the worst thing if I had, and we'll all have these Quinellas, there's every chance I'm meeting a prelim final. Yes. Mm. And, and it's like through no fault of our own has our bet fallen away. So that's why I like that. So who, who's your three then if we're all boxing three? Parramatta, Manly Roosters. Parramatta, Manly Roosters. Roosters, because Roosters, I'm, I don't think they'll win the comp, but whoever wins the comp has to go through them to do it. What am I doing? Picking three. Mm. So you've got. Well, so I've got Parra Melbourne. Yeah, I mean you got to include the Roosters, don't you? Roosters Parra. Yeah. Parra, Parra Broncos Melbourne, for me. Let me see here. Melbourne Parramatta's twenty six bucks. Brisbane Melbourne forty six. Yep. And what was yours, uh, Sean? Parramatta and uh, Roosters was your other one. Yep. That'd be short, won't it? 18 bucks. And what was your other one, Joel? I had Broncos, Melbourne, 46. and Para. Oh, so Broncos, Para, basically. Okay, well, yeah, plenty. You can look at that. My one's 51, <laughs> Melbourne, uh, Manly, and Parramatta. Well, that's it. We've that's got it. through the go. previews. Don't forget the Halligan podcast. Yes. And don't forget our regular one coming up on Wednesday afternoon. Well, we record it Wednesday morning. When it goes up, <laughs> it'll be up. It'll be up. Yeah, it'll be up. Okay. All right. Very good. Right Very we'll good. Make sure of it. Here we go, folks. And uh, safe travels to uh, North Queensland, Dan. But we'll see you before him. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Gamble philosophy.